Welcome back to the Rocker Dog Podcast, the show that talks to musicians about their pooches. I'm your host, Tim Dill, along with my partner in crime, Charlie, the mentally deranged Golden Doodle, and our rocker this week is the legendary bassist for Quiet Riot, Ozzy Osbourne, Whitesnake, Dio, and more. Of course, with a resume like that, it's none other than Rudy Sarzo. And this is his Rocker Dog. Where's my dog? Well, my dog is the, uh, this furry little angel that is sleeping. Just got a. I'm in what I guess you can call it my my guitar room. I have a bunch of guitars here, and I do most of my recording here. And whatever podcast I do is from here. So she has a little bed. It's one of those. Uh, what do they call it? It's uh, it's kind of like a. It, it makes her feel very secure and comfortable. What do they call that? Like an anti-anxiety bed. Okay. I, I never and heard of that, but so is it nice and tight for her? Like there's, you know, yeah, so she's being, tight. you know, nestled or bundled? Well, she's, yeah. I, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not very familiar with, uh, with the biology of dogs, but she would be what is considered in a fetal position. That's okay. how she sleeps like that yep. sideways rolled up and and the bed is that that size so it's just really snuggled in and that happens when when my wife leaves when she's not here so okay. this is her her second best choice is to be with me in this room you know <laughs> <laughs> and what what's her name how old is she and what what kind oh, of dog she's is willow it? and she's just turned six years old and it's amazing how time flies because you know six years it's, it's six years but it seems like uh, like yesterday when she came home with us, you know. <laughs> and she's our fourth of... Yorkie. It's a Yorkshire Terrier. Okay. She's our, Int- she's our fourth one, yeah. Okay. It's funny. We'll get into all of this because I want to know, like, your history with dogs. And, you know, you're saying a, a lot has happened in six years. What was the context of getting her six years ago? Uh, well, we, we, we looked all over the place, you know, to adopt, to foster, you know, uh, because this this is what happened. Our she's our fourth Yorkshire, and my wife and I we've been together well together for forty one years, married for thirty eight. So we actually had uh, had Yorkies before we were married, and we were you know when we were you know pre marriage. You know you right. you go through that that step of living together to see if you know how things are going to work out basically. Sure. And uh, yeah, she was a big part of our, of our of our life. You know, our first dog was her name was Shasha, like Shasha Gabor, because she was very elegant and regal. <laughs> did you guys get your first dog together, or did one of you bring it into yeah, yeah. the relationship? No, no, together. Okay, together we decided. Uh, we had a family dog growing up when I was living with my parents, and uh, but. Going on the road with Ozzy, like 10 years later, Sharon had a uh, Yorkshire. I, had, I was not really familiar with the breed, Yorkshires, until I toured with Ozzy. And uh, Mr. Pook became the band, kind of like the, the tour bus puppy, you know. But she was with Sharon all the time, you know. Right. But once in a while, we would be loose in, in the front lounge. We'd sit there and, you know, play together a little bit. And uh, that was, I, I thought that was like the cutest little dog I've ever seen, you know, just the right size and you could bring him on the road and, and fit in the bunk, you know, 
And uh, so my wife, I mean, I've known her since those days. So she, she, you know, she, again, she met Pook and she fell in love with Mr. Pook. And then, so when we decided to, um, to have one in our family that we were putting together, we were not married yet, but we were on our way there. Uh, we chose that, yeah, let's get a Yorkie because we both love them and they're such wonderful breeds. And uh, we've had York, Yorkshire Terriers ever since. So when our previous Yorkshire passed away, uh, Tuca, Tori, Tori, we used to call it Tuca for nickname. I told my wife, you know what, our next, our next puppy is, is probably will be my last puppy as, as a puppy stage because I'm, and you know, I, six years ago, I was looking at turning into turning 70, you know, and with the lifespan, the average lifespan of a puppy, you know, I will be 80, you know, right. in that in that unthinkable day when, when you know when she's no longer with us, and by then, I think even though my wife is ten years younger than I am, still you know my experience of of, of raising a puppy at eighty is not very likable, right? But it's it's something that I will consider you know once we get there, and uh, we might foster. Yep. You know we we might adopt an older dog. You know, we have those, I mean, because I, I cannot see our life without a dog ever. Right. You know, you, but then you, again, you know, I have to be considerate of what's going to happen to the dog after I'm gone. Right. Because I see so many cases online about, you know, the owner passes away and the dog now is in a shelter scared because all of a sudden it's like, what, what is going on? Because that's the life they knew is yeah. gone. It's, it's, you know, and that's not good. That's not fair. That's not fair for the dog. Yeah, for sure. All the cats, like, you know, any pet. Yeah. Well, like you said, you have your wife. I mean, she's 10 years your junior, you, you yes. said? Yes, she is. Yes, okay. she is. Now, is she, yeah. are you guys equal dog people? Or are you, you know, do you take more of the lead with caring for the dog? Or are you guys, you know, equal partners well, when you it know, comes to your... Usually that's a choice that, that Willow makes. They've always made that choice. You know, uh, Willow is the kind that she spends the daytime with my wife and the nighttime with me. That's how she deals with it, you know? And so, so we understand that. But if my wife was home right now, she would be with, with my wife, but she's not. So she's sleeping there, you know, next to me. And of your previous Yorkies, what were their were their lifespans pretty similar? Did they all live to 10, 11, 12? Uh, Willow lived to, um, um, yeah, uh, the previous one, uh, Tori. Tori lived to be 17. Wow. Uh, uh, Brittany was about 12. And Shaja died from a trach which is very common with with the Yorkshire breed, collapse trait. So she was like two, two and a half years old when she passed oh, away. That's, that's too bad. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. 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 So personality wise, how do they how do the four different? Were they very similar or were they very distinct? No, they're all very different personality wise. I mean, this one we cannot take anywhere because she'll start barking and being a nuisance. And we think of her as the ultimate challenge to Caesar, you know, the Caesar dog Milan, whisper. The, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Caesar Milan, yeah. 
<laughs> G is the ultimate challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because we just can't take her anywhere. She'll just, yeah, and, and you know, and we figure it out what it is. Uh, if she's in, on a leash in public, she start barking. Once you remove the leash, which we never do, unless we happen to be at a, at a dog park, and then she becomes very docile. Okay. But we don't want to unleash her in public because, you know, there's a lot of people around and, and you're not supposed to anyways. You know, you're yep. supposed to always keep your dog on a leash when you're in public. But in a uh, in a dog park situation where she's surrounded by other dogs, oh, she's fine. That's good. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you mentioned the bed being kind of a, you know, for anxiety. Does she have anxiety? Is that the barking mm -hmm. in public and stuff? Yeah, probably. I think she's being overly protected okay. of us, you know. Uh, because as soon as she, she goes in the house, if other dogs come in, she's fine. Mm -hmm. Because she knows this is her turf. Right. But if we go outside, it's, you know, she looks at she looks at me and says, oh, that guy, he's old. He needs help. He needs protection. <laughs> she's funny. Now, I, know, I noticed on your Instagram that she has traveled. She's been on, I've seen her on a plane. I Once. saw her with a, a, a therapy tag on her or a therapy collar. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, my my therapy yeah or a service dog actually, I think she actually her therapy tag is her halloween outfit <laughs> because if she's there to keep me from getting anxiety there's the there there is the uh, the joke right there because right. she gets me more you know i've actually learned just to go with it right. i don't even freak out anymore i just kind of like laugh and pick her up and and um, wearing a mask is very convenient because, yeah. <laughs> because like, nobody knows who's that whose dog is that oh i don't know he's got a mask on very funny so was she good on the plane or was she you know did she bark the whole ride and this is okay um i, I think this is the secret uh we tried to give her some sedatives that were uh, uh prescribed by her vet that didn't work <laughs> uh -huh. We had her in a carrier, and it was one of those situations where my wife really wanted to take the trip. We don't take, I, I mean, I take trips to right. go to work, you know, to play, but my wife hasn't get this. <laughs> she hasn't been on a plane in a long time, at least all of us. She'll take like, a, like if I'm going to be in town for a week, she'll find that that as the opportunity to, for herself to go out of town by herself, and I stay behind, and I'll take, uh, take care of Willow. So on this trip, yeah, she she was barking, which is okay. I mean, there's a lot of dogs. Like one of the, this this weekend, I was I was on the road and and I just smiled when I kept hearing the little dog yapping behind me barking because you know first of all I really enjoy the sound. Second of all, I I get it, I understand it, you know. And uh, but one thing that I noticed with Willow and every other dog once the plane takes off and that. That sound comes on, that vibration, that frequency, yep. it calms them down. I think it's the, the, uh, the stabi stability of the frequency. It doesn't waver. Okay. I can it's see that. one steady frequency, which I think gives them comfort because there is no uncertainties. It's one constant truth for them, reality for them. Yeah. Right. Interesting. 
Well, it's funny. I, again, I, I get, you know, for this show, all my information is pretty much found on Instagram because that's where you see the dogs. That's where you see comments of the dogs. And one thing I, I gathered from you is just you have this great affection for the dog. I mean, you've called it the center of your universe. Yeah. You said it's a blessing to wake up with mm -hmm. her every day. Mm -hmm. um, and just hearing you say how you, you know, you had met Sharon and Ozzy's dog and, you know, had a liking for it. I'm just wondering mm -hmm. how did this how did this love of, of so much affection for this dog come to be? You know, do you just like the disposition it has or the unconditional love or? That's a really good question. But I guess, if, if, I mean, if I'm really going to dig in deep, it's just it's because it's, it's organic. Right. You know, of course, you know, at the very beginning, and, and this is something that we, we forget right before we, we get a new puppy, it's, it's the need to connect. Mm -hmm. you know coming into a very foreign environment for them how how quick can you remove all the uncertainties of your relationship how, how you can gain trust mm -hmm. to the point that there, there's no uncertainty in their lives as long as you're there with them because you know you right. have to in my case i have to go out of town in my in my wife's case she has to go to work or go shopping or whatever, so she cannot bring her along wherever she goes. So it's like that. That remove the uncertainty that yes, we're coming back. Right, we're coming back. You're not. You're not going to be left behind. You know. Uh, um, so I see. So I, I see think, how much. You, sorry, to interrupt. I see how much you, you know, travel. So, you know, again on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Do you get a hero's mm -hmm. welcome every time you walk through the door from Willow? Yeah, it, it, yeah it's more like like an, a disbelief. Or a grudge. <laughs> because, because there, there's that moment of like, just staring at me like, I can't right. believe he's, is he ba he's back. I can't <laughs> believe it. And then, I then uh, and this is what happens. Sure, her, her, her expression is of disbelief and she's frozen. Meanwhile, her tail is wagging really fast. <laughs> That's how she rolls. <laughs> does, she, does she get anxiety when she sees you packing a bag? Can she read those signs? Well, she knows the bag. Yeah, she by now she knows the bag. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about out of um, you know out of your 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 four Yorkies? Do any of them have stories that you have to tell that always? You know, if you're ever talking about your dog, there's this one time that you know whether it's a mm -hmm. you know destroying a priceless heirloom or whatever story it may be. Does it does one come to mind with your history with yeah. your dogs? They only involve puppy poop <laughs> because they don't know yet. You know, they're they're, not, they're, they're too young to have to have been trained yet. Right. So, like, the, yeah, they all involve like accidents <laughs> in, in in the most you know, like let's say in the middle of Beverly Hills. Well, where I and when she used to do that. It would be in front of people that were eating at tables. Like she would not poop, she would not poop, and then she would be walking. She'd find somebody having lunch out outdoor cafe right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but she's beyond that phase now, I think. Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah. Funny. Too funny. <laughs> um, you, you asked some. No, hey, hey, it's, it's all good, all good for me. I can imagine if you go around the same restaurant, they'll probably start paying you to, you know, just keep walking. We don't. Yeah, yeah, we don't. You know, we don't. We, we, uh, yeah, yeah, we pretty much avoid all of all of Beverly Hills. 
by now. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the first time it happened, it was like, first of all, the surprise of like, oh, my God, she's taking a crap right here in the middle of Canyon, Canyon <laughs> you know, Street, whatever, one of the main streets with the restaurants and stuff. And the other one was she saw she was a puppy, but so much came out of her <laughs> that it was like it was, I wasn't just believe what's going. So I wasn't prepared. I didn't have enough tissue with me. <laughs> oh no, uh, those poor patrons. <laughs> so another thing um, that I see on your Instagram is your animal advocacy. You know, you're very. Mm -hmm. You know, you're very active with with posting, mm -hmm. you know, available dogs, dogs in need. Mm -hmm. um, how did this start or how long ago have you been doing that? I I think since uh, since I've been on Instagram, because I found a uh, a way. And, and of course, you know, when I first started on Instagram, I think I had two or three followers. Now it's um, like around 52,000 and about, you know, you get that. 5,000 on Facebook and then you get the, the fan page, you know, right. and then that's, that's like open end. And that one, there's about a, maybe 120,000 on that. So, you know, and, and 55, like around 55 on Twitter. So I do multiple, multiple posts of the same, uh, of the same rescue. Uh, I think, I believe it goes automatic from Instagram to Facebook. So I just, just have to add, the uh, the Twitter post or reshare, which is what I do. I reshare whatever comes through my through my timeline. It's like, why not? I mean, I have this opportunity to let people know. Hey, if you're looking for a pet, you know, in your area, because I, I have like multiple areas that come through my to my yeah. timeline to my feed, and so uh, you know, there's there's an opportunity to do something good. Yeah, I noticed too, you have a very engaged audience. Like every post you have has 50 to 100 comments. Mm -hmm. um, I see most of your dog stuff come through on reels or stories, whatever, whatever they're calling it these days. Mm -hmm. So I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not saying, I'm just wondering, do you get, are you getting feedback? Are you seeing results? Like, do you see on occasion that somebody says, I'm going to call for this dog or yes. you know, thanks, I got him? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, uh the one that one of the most recent ones that comes to mind is from uh, from the guitar player in Warrant. We have been touring together, and we've known each other for for decades. A choir ride in Warrant. So his family posted that they they saw a dog similar to the one that they they were looking for, and and whatever they, they what what happened was that because of my post, they went out and actually got the dog that they have now and they were looking for you know and they're okay. very very happy so sometimes you know you just you know you just like the little spark that somebody is looking for something and and you kind of like guide them in a certain hey check this one out and you know and things happen so i do get a lot of those yeah and, that's good uh, to hear yeah so but you know what e even if it's one out of a thousand that i share Yep. One. Sure. That's, you know, that's great. One, one out of 10,000. It doesn't matter. I just do it in, uh, in the hopes that somebody out there is looking for one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it helps. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to see sometimes because you see those dogs, you, you want all of them, you know, some of mm -hmm. them aren't in the best situation. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, so it's, it's great that you do that and it's great you see results. Yeah. It's funny, me yeah. coming from the East Coast, I, I see that it's uh, Carson, Car there's a thing called Saving Carson Shelter Dogs. Yeah. That's, where, that's where a lot yeah. of them come through. What's, do well, you know anything about the Carson Shelter? No, and, and I got to tell you, for, you know, for some people that post about him, they don't, I, I've never visited the shelter myself because it's, it's about a couple hours from where I live. Yeah. You know, some people might give it a negative review. I, uh, I am not, I've never been to, to, to the place. All I know is that no matter where, what shelter and a, a pet comes through my, through my, uh, timeline, it's about the pet. It's yeah. not, not about where they're at, you know, the shelter, there's a pet. That's the most important thing. And if I can share the information that if you're looking for a pet like this pet, go here. Right. That's as far as, 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 as it goes with me. Yeah. It's all about, about trying to save that pet. Okay. That's great. Now, what do you, you know, if someone were to come to you and say, why would I need a dog? What kind of advice would you give them for getting a dog? Oh no, that's something very personal. It's like, it's like somebody asking me, "Why do I need to play bass?" Yeah, well, you you have to figure that out <laughs> yourself. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, listen, we wrap everything up with the zoomies. That's the last okay. five questions of the show. So let's uh, uh, let's go there. Question number that's one. Probably the longest segment. Yeah. Usually <laughs> the last five questions. Yeah. These will be quick. Okay. Uh, question one is, do you kiss Willow on the mouth? Uh, no, no, because that's reserved for my wife and nobody else. Okay. <laughs> what she'll do is she'll give me little kisses, you know, and if she gets too close, I'll go, mm. I'll go <laughs> like that. I don't get, I kiss her on the head, on the little okay. head. She's got this little spot. Perfect. All right. Question two is she, has she licked anybody more famous than you or any of your famous I'm friends? I'm sure she has. Any of yeah. your musician friends? Yeah. I don't think she cares. <laughs> she yeah, she just wants to lick. She doesn't know. True, but for the uh, sake of name dropping, is there anybody yeah. no, that, she, that you know what? we would she know? Has not been, yeah, she has not been to a whole lot of shows. She was. Uh, she came to a few shows that, that I locally, one mm -hmm. or two, that I did in the Los Angeles area this summer. But, uh, you know, her being in public a little boisterous, you know, we keep her contained. She's not like running around backstage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like trying to kiss Kip Winger or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> she wishes. That's right. <laughs> uh, question three in the rock and roll world, would she be a fan, a critic? A roadie or a groupie? Oh, a critic. <laughs> Why you say she that so quickly? Critic. Or she's got opinions. Yeah. Okay. About everything. All right. Yeah. Does she? Uh, does she give you looks as you practice bass? Since I wear headphones when I record, when she was a puppy, she was trying to figure out what was I doing because nothing was coming out. She couldn't hear right. what I was doing. I mean, she could just hear some clicking that the instrument makes when when you're isolated and don't hear it and you know, when you're not plugging it, right. you're just playing along, she'll hear the clicking and that wasn't very musical for her. So I think she just got bored of it because she never got to hear while I was recording what I was listening to because I, I had hair, headphones on. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Question four is, do you use a dog voice to speak to her? No. I use certain sounds that when she was a puppy, she familiarized herself with. What do you, what do you mean? Well, she's asleep now, so I don't want to do it okay. because I'll wake her up and then she'll start barking. Like, <laughs> you call me, what do you want? <laughs> she, right. She'll want to know. <laughs> okay. Uh, last and final question. Is there a charity or dog organization that you just like to call out and give props to? Yeah, I mean, whoever's watching this, if you feel compelled to uh, to go somewhere or to donate, just do, give it to your local charity. You okay. know, charity begins at home. For sure. Well, all right, Rudy, I appreciate you taking your time Thank to you, Tim. share your story with Willow and all your yeah. three Yorkies. And uh, it was great. It was great to learn that you're actually inspired by Sharon and Ozzy. <laughs> I never would. I well, never would have guessed that. That's you know, Mr. kind Pook. of. A, yeah, you know, Ozzy was not very uh, because he was not his dog. He had other dogs, and then another dog came in on tour with us. I mean, came into the picture, which it was called Bonehead, and that was Rand. That became Randy's dog. Sharon picked him up in somewhere on the road. So we have Bonehead and Mr. Pook on on the tour bus. And that one was more of a Jack Russell, as I recall, okay. Mr. Uh, Bonehead. And, uh, and then I believe when Randy passed away, that dog became uh, Jody, uh, Randy's girlfriend dog, okay. I believe. Yeah. Interesting. It's funny. I found a picture of Randy with a dog. I'll have to post mm -hmm. it um, when, we, yeah. when we put up your, mm -hmm. uh, your episode. I'll have to see. Yeah. Very cool. Well, well thank you again. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun for thank me. You, and, uh, I hope to see you soon. Thank you. My pleasure. Right. God bless. Okay. Big thank you to Rudy Sarzo, who was kind enough to reschedule after my recent health issue, which I am recovering from and feeling 100% better, actually a thousand percent better. So thank you all for allowing me to take a couple weeks off from the show to deal with that. Rudy is back with Quiet Riot and out on the road nonstop, it seems. So for concert dates, follow Rudy on social media or go to quietriot.band to catch them in your town. The animal organization Rudy wanted to call attention to was your local pet shelter, which is a great idea. Every shelter across the country can use donations, volunteers, and fosters to ease their burden and more importantly, help the dogs and cats find forever homes. Google what local options there are in your area, inquire how you can best help. Thanks as always for listening. Follow and engage with us on Instagram at Rocker Dog Podcast. We'll be back next week with another all new episode, so please subscribe and join us then. All right, it's time to take my executive producer for a walk. So long, y'all. <laughs>